Number one, I'm not a conservative. I'm more libertarian. I'm all, I swear to God. Are you really? You're a libertarian? Yes. If, if, I'm all for fucking. That's surprising. Why is it surprising? You it's because you've like... been sold the same shit everybody else is. I, you know, I made a few cracks on Tough Crowd years ago. <laughs> and because it. we're in a left wing business, I get you know, Mussolini. But people who know me, even Marin said that. People who know me, I'm nothing. You know, I had to get some. I had, I had to make people pay attention to me. So the way to go Let's was go that way. A little bit. Oh. But um, but I, I guarantee you and I, I'm all for people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want if it's not hurting me. Yeah, that's how I'm too. And the, all we need the government for is to protect the fucking country. If you were going to Scotland, would you pack 40 minutes before you left? 39 minutes before you left? Is that what you would do? Would you not have a podcast intro done and have to do it while you're trying to pack 38 minutes before you had to leave for Scotland? That's just a question. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you were raised. I'm just wondering what what you're... I'm not really wondering. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ari Shaver's Skeptic Tank. Episode something, two twenty, two thirty. Um, hell yes, stainless steel retractable ballpoint pens. Um, all right. So on today's episode, I had here's the deal. I had um, Nick DiPaolo on, and I wanted to talk to him about conservatism because Nick's a, I think, pretty much a staunch conservative. So I wanted to have him on to find out. You know, all the ins and outs of what that means to be conservative. What, what do you actually believe on certain things? And break it down. Because a lot of times conservatives, liberals too, get lumped into the most extreme of their beliefs. And they don't really stand by it. Like when I say like, you know, all Italians are garbage. I don't say that. I try to say Italians are garbage people. But when I mess up is when I say all this or all that. And it's like, eh, yeah, there's test cases. Like if they're homeless person, like some people, if they're real conservative, like they just got to get a job. But if you would break it down and say, okay, but... I mean, some of them, some of them aren't like just lazy. Some of them really have mental disabilities, and like their their minds aren't all there. They're kind of crazy. They can't just get a job. And if you ask them about that, they're like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, sure." There's some of them that are like that. Obviously, those people need help, and they would say it. So I wanted to get like the full details from Nick DiPaolo, and then I found out during the podcast that he's not really conservative at all. More of a libertarian. But now that I think about it, conservative doesn't mean Republican. You can be conservative and and, and Democrat, right? And liberal and Republican. Um, so maybe I messed up twice. Anyway, fun conversation. So we ended up just moving into like talking about political correctness because that sort of goes hand in hand with the liberals because he's sort of anti-liberal. He's anti-liberal. He's anti-conservative. He's libertarian, and the PC is part of like the liberal agenda. The word agenda is weird. Um, anyway, so that's it. I'm leaving for Scotland. Um, I'll be gone for a month. I'll be gone till November. No, but when I do go to Australia in October, then I will be gone till November. Um, I finally broke in my backyard yesterday. 
Finally broken the grill. Used it. There was a, I got those matches. The starter's broken, but that's okay. The guy told me that, but I forgot because I'm a pothead. Um, yeah, used it. Had Soder and, and Jay and Christine and Luis Gomez over. It was fucking beautiful, you guys. I got all this off spray to spray in my backyard because the bugs get real bad in the middle of the summer. No bugs. It was fucking great. Oh, my God. We all sat out there. Nobody had spots. It was August 1st, so I didn't call. I thought I had no spot. I thought I was leaving for all of August, so I didn't call in for August. So I didn't have any spots. Jay had to leave and come back. Lewis had to leave and come back. But, man, it was great. It was great. We just sat out there. We grilled. We had all sorts of stuff. Hot dogs, cheese dogs, which I thought were a dog. I mean, a hot dog filled with, like, cheese the way Pizza Hut's cheesy crust is filled with cheese not the case it's infused with cheese so you don't even see any cheese but then when you bite into it you taste the cheese i'm being exposed to all this different cultural stuff uh from jay uh he exposes me to garbage people culture and i i learned from it um yeah it was great it was fucking great I'm so glad to have a backyard. I wanted to use it for two before the summer was gone. I was just going to grill by myself. Then I invited people. Oh, yeah. Being social is more fun than not being social. Um, sad farewell to Rowdy Roddy Piper. He died this week. In his, uh, in his sleep, I heard. Heart attack, which that gets all those guys. Heart attack is like the main thing. You could just guess. Um, he was a cool guy. He was a real cool guy. Started doing comedy, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. He just tried to get into it. A lot of those wrestlers are doing stand-up now because they can tell stories and they have a fan base. And, and, and Piper was one of the first ones to do it. Became friends with Simone real fast. Um, and you couldn't understand why besides the fact that Simone was a huge wrestling fan. But then you realize how kind a man Rowdy Piper was. I mean, he was just real nice everybody and so respectful of stand-up he'd be like hey man you're getting pretty good i mean that story started start coming together he mostly just told stories he did my storyteller show once it was great and he would always respond the same like oh no no, no i'm just this is your world i'm just i'm just visiting i'm just trying to trying to get better so respectful he was a nice guy he would sit in the sit in the main room by himself and play piano He'd walk in there, it'd be kind of surreal to see Rowdy Roddy Piper playing piano. One time, probably one of the coolest things I've ever done was for Sam Tripoli's Naughty Show. Uh, we had this whole thing where Dana DeArmond was on stage, was his guest for the Naughty Show. Shit, I gotta go! 30 minutes, 33 minutes. And um, the plan was that me, as the Amazing Racist, was gonna really get, uh, get mad at Dana DeArmond because um, she... Um, had sex with black people. The Amazing Races don't like that. So I was going to say, uh, I said all this stuff. It was pretty fun. I said, yeah, your grandmother is rolling around in your grave. She's like, why grandmother? Not My father's rolling around in his grave? I'm like, oh, I assume you didn't know your father if you're having sex with black people. Stuff like that. You know, it's fun. And then Tripoli, the consummate host and fucking circus ringleader, uh, he starts going like, oh, my God, this is terrible. This is terrible. Oh, who? Because as soon as I had a question, he took questions from the audience. That's what it was. As soon as I had questions, he goes, "Now wait a minute. Is that the amazing racist in the crowd?" 
what? You just better not be racist. And then I, I was like, no, I just have questions. I have lit- lit- real questions. And then I would say all that horrible stuff. And then Sam was like, will no one defend this young woman's honor? Will no one speak for Dana DeArmond and defend her against these vicious verbal attacks? And then the lights go down and his music comes on and fucking Piper comes in there and he's like, you get up here if you're a man and you talk to me. (laughs) We staged this whole thing. Oh, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. He taught me how to slap him in the face. He was like, punch me in the face. I'm like, I'm not going to punch you in the face. He goes, don't worry. I won't feel it. I'm like, I'm not going to punch you in the face, Piper. And I was like, fine. He talked me into it. I was like, fine, I'll slap you. I'll slap you in the face. I go, okay, cool. He said, cool, slap me, but don't hit me on the, don't hit my ear. That's where it really hurts. He taught me how to like stage wrestle a little bit. And he's like, I'm going to grab you. He taught me how to swing at him. I didn't do it perfectly, but I did pretty good. I'll make a link to it on this, on this, uh, on the page. Um, yeah, I made a link to it. I mean, no, I, 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 he taught me how to wrestle. So when I swung at him and missed, that's when he took my back. And he goes, hey, just so you know, flail with your legs. It looks better than flailing with your arms. It looks too still. And he taught me all this stuff. He taught me how to react when he was going to hit me with a belt. And he did hit me with a belt. And he had to really, he goes, he goes, it's up to you. I can hit you real hard and you don't react much. Or I can hit you not so hard, but you got to sell it by reacting a lot. And I was like, uh, option two, please. And um, man, he fucking grabbed me. He played my. He played the piano with my head. He called that wrestling improv because it wasn't planned. <laughs> I didn't plan that. <sighs> the whole place went crazy. The whole place went crazy. Started ch- chanting Piper, Piper, Piper. Damn. And then later, uh, Triple E was. You know, he was like, my only regret during all that was not closing with that. <laughs> he went second to the last. Someone else had to follow that. <sighs> so anyway, Piper, Roddy, Hot Rod, Rowdy, you were cool, man. You were cool. I didn't know you really, really well, but um, he was always cool. It's too bad. Uh, all right, so let's start the episode. This is all about uh, conservatism. I ooh. I, um, well, all right, I'll say it later. I'm going to have Dave Smith stay at my apartment. He's supposed to clean. He's supposed to do all the shit Lewis never did. Hang up pictures, mount a TV, do some weeding in the back. He said he'd do it. You know, Soder thinks he will. Big J thinks he won't. And, uh, Soder was willing to bet on it that he will. Dave says he will. Dave says he'll do it right away so that he has a cool place to live in for a month. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, regardless, um, it should be fun. Who said? Oh, yeah. And then if he does, if he does clean it up, then we'll know once and for all who's more respectable, Puerto Ricans or Jews. So at worst, unless he destroys my apartment, at worst, he can be equal to Puerto Ricans. But whatever. Anyway, the point is, guys, this is not a conservative podcast. It's about PC and not being conservative. So, ladies and gentlemen, Ari Shafir, Skeptic Tank. Oh, and by the way, my shows at Edinburgh, that's what I should say, are uh, at, the, at the Pleasance Dome, at the Ace Dome, at the Pleasance Dome. I think it's a building in a building. 11 o'clock every night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Different shows all through the week. So, you can come to all four. I know a lot of people just go on vacation for you know a week or something there. Come to all four. 
and tell everybody about it. And he was going to, to Edinburgh. Please help me fill it up. Maybe we can do this not happening in British television. Shit, I gotta go. I haven't even packed yet. Fuck. Why am I so irresponsible? I was on Facebook earlier. This is the one I'm talking about with addiction. What time is it? 422, 32, 42. Okay, 28 minutes. Um, now I forgot what I was saying. All right, let's just start. Oh, yeah, come to my shows at Edinburgh. So this is not happening storyteller shows. Me, two other comics, all telling fucking sweet stories. Maybe get added comics on top of that. Cool comics are going to be there. Kaname, Michael Che, tons of British, UK. My friend Valdemar from uh, Denmark, he's going to do one. Um, Pete Johansson, Glenn Wool. Anyway, it should be great. So come on down. Every show will be different. And that is it. Yeah. See you later. Goodbye, cruel world. Oh, it's not It's not a cruel world. Goodbye, cruel country. Well, it's not that cruel a country. The only people... As I just tweeted this, but I don't care. The only people who can say goodbye, cruel world are suicidal people and astronauts. Um, all right. Let's call it. Ari Shafir Skeptic Tank, episode two, three, zero. Unconservative and, and incorrect. I think that's what I called it. Unconservative and correct. With Nick DiPaolo. And get a CD, get a special at nickdip.com. Get a special, why not? Um, he's given, he gives a fucking discount code. Uh, and Jay and Soder have started their serious show. So if you listen to Comedy Central Serious, I don't know the call number, but they do the drive time 6 to 8 p.m. Monday and Wednesday, and they replay the fuck out of it all week. So 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern time, 3 to 5. Western time. Uh, or it might be the same time, Western time. I don't, I don't know how that works. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Ari Shafriskin. Okay, bye. 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 We're ready. We're ready. Some folks are born made to wave the flag. Ooh, they're red, white, and blue. And when the band waves hail to the chief, ooh, they want the cannon at you. Now, it ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't no senator, son. Take my shirt off. Yeah, take your shirt off. That'd be great. That'd be wonderful. Shirt off, feet off. Um, was Marin good? Marin was great. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, Were you guys together in Boston? A little bit. It's funny. I didn't even know he was there ever. Yeah, he was. He uh, he just gotten out of rehab. I guess he was out in San Francisco, or whatever. And our first gig back. Yeah. He hadn't done comedy in a little while. I remember him being nervous and. He was opening for me at a place called Captain Nick's and up okay. in Agunquit, Maine. A what? Agunquit, Maine. It's yeah. like a gay hangout now. It's a beautiful beach. And, and uh, yeah, he did like 15 <laughs> minutes. And uh, and then we, uh, yeah, we did all those New England gigs. I so. didn't know he'd been there. And I wish I would have known him in his using days. To see what he yeah, was like. I think he was just clean when I met him. Or cleaning up or trying to. Or, I know he spent time in He's uh he's doing aging. He's it's, it suits him. He looks it good. It does suit him. It does suit him. Yeah. He seems like sort of distinguished. Yeah. You know, he looks good like with a with like a cup of coffee and like you <laughs> yeah. know, a cardigan on yeah. a porch. I call him. He's like he's like uh, Dick Cavett now. Was in the seventies. He's going to be like the kind of left wing show host. Uh, yeah, maybe. Remember when he was all um, Air America? When it was all political? 
Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't talk, we didn't bring up politics once. Really? He probably did that intentionally. <laughs> what would we have to talk about, you know? He's kind of left that all behind, though. He doesn't really talk politics yeah. anymore. And, and, and uh, yeah, no, I think you're right. And uh, me either, you know? People, I, I was never I was never as political as Mark, ever. Really? Yeah. You're conservative, though, huh? I lean right. I'm not conservative. I mean, I, you know, I'd yeah. shoot that guy who killed that lion, you know? You would. The guy who killed the, the black man lion. <laughs> what a fucking! <laughs> what was the deal there? Where was that? It was on, it was in Africa, on, but it was the lion was on like a sanctuary, and he had to pay somebody like a bribe. He paid off a couple of locals, you know, who were glad to sh- take his money. Sh- and they think- they lured the poor fucking lion out with a dead animal tied to a like a to the jeep. That's how they lure the lion out. Out of the sanctuary? Out of wherever he was hiding. On the sanctuary. Oh. I think they killed him on the sanctuary. What? They might have lured him. I, I don't know, technically. I listened to two different radio shows on the way in here. One guy said, that's illegal. You can't kill... On a sanctuary. On a sanctuary. That's illegal. And and on the other show, the guy made it sound like the lion wasn't... He was lured off the property. Maybe that's I, I don't know the technical. Maybe that's the we could do it. But either way, what either a way. fucking horrible... And they said it's like the only black man lion in existence... Yeah, I mean, thirteen years old, and and uh, but I'm I'm also against people. I was kidding when I said I'd kill that guy. Yeah, that's people, the thing people too. you know, want to shoot this guy and shit. I'm like, like come Michael on. Vick. Remember Michael Vick? Like, yeah. I'd string him up and do what he did to those dogs. They're like, well, that's not the punishment for that crime. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> we already have and a punishment, and it's years in prison. And, and there's a reason, you yeah. know. There's a reason. Yes, it is, you know, horrible to kill innocent dogs, but it's still a dog. Yeah. And, but also, and, losing your freedom for three years is not easy. It's not like a walk in the park. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He fucking paid his dues. Yeah. And, uh, but this, this guy's never going to be a dentist again. He'll be like, uh, so are you still flossing twice a day like I told you? Yeah, I am. Are you still fucking shooting innocent animals, you fucking ass? <laughs> uh, rinsing the sink? I'm not going to put my head in there. You'll lop it off. <laughs> I, have, I feel like he, that's a guy who's not even going to feel it, all the negative reviews. Remember the lady no. who was posing next to a, a rhino? Why or, do you or, think he has no feelings, this guy? Because he shot the lion? Yeah, where it's like he just—he's not on Facebook, and I was like, "What are you going to do?" I paid the guy; I had plenty of money. I paid him fifty grand. You the think dentist. I don't have fifty grand lying around? He's a dentist, he's a dentist. from Minnesota. Really? Yeah, he's not like a fucking zillionaire. Oh, I, well, I pictured he, him like he's the most like, hated man right now in the earth. And again, nobody's really up in arms about fucking Planned Parenthood chopping up babies like old Toyotas and selling their parts. <laughs> you know, the, the fucking—we we are really our equilibrium is off. And, and I'm not a big pro-life guy either. I'm just saying. Yeah. You didn't hear people freaking out, you know? When they're doing that. <laughs> I heard that lady, everything in that expose, you saw that expose? Which expose? With that lady from Planned Parenthood. Who's Cecil? What's where her they name? videotaped her. Yeah. She wasn't selling that shit for, it was just like a, a four-hour Oh, there's a lot more films coming. Oh, really? oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's She's like WikiLeaks for Planned Parenthood? Huh? It's like WikiLeaks for Planned Parenthood? Yeah. He's just going to keep whipping them out? Yeah. Guy's got like 12 more films. Oh, you think that was something? You think that's the end of it? Just wait. (laughs) No, exactly. You ain't seen nothing yet. (laughs) Even so, I mean, they're trying to say, we're not making money doing it, but they're full of fucking shit. I mean, come on. uh, And again, I'm not a big big pro-life guy. Look, I don't want to be a hypocrite. Are you pro-life? I'm... I'm, uh, Anti-choice? Well, who's (laughs) who's fucking anti-life? I'm not anti-choice because I'd be a hypocrite because when I was young, I was glad there was a couple Planned Parenthoods around. Yeah. I got a few girls, so I'd be a hypocrite to be totally, but this is just, come on, I mean. Wait, wait, hold on, back up. Who'd you get pregnant? <laughs> uh, nobody, no, nobody. Ari, nobody this I is know, years obviously, ago. but like, what was the story? A couple fucking girls. Yeah. 
Man, you know? isn't it so frightening that, that few weeks before they decide to make the right decision? Oh, I didn't give him a few weeks. I gave him two seconds. I was right over to the house. I had him in a chokehold. I said, I'll decide this for you. No. See those cell stairs? Uh, no. <laughs> no, so, uh, yeah, no, I'm not a, that's, I know, and that's the perception. I'm like this right wing. But with that, I was always fair. I see homeless people laying in the street in New York. I yeah. go, that guy would have been better off aborted. I, I know that sounds cruel, but yeah. that's what that is. That's an unwanted baby. You see yeah. these people laying in their own shit? They're like lost souls. What do you think the Don't answer think is so? for like homelessness? Um, I mean, houses, part of you, part of you want homes. Move them all to Detroit. All those empty homes. Well, oh, I don't know. According to you know De Blasio and uh, De Blasio, fucking Obama, they'll be you know building ho- fucking you know low income housing in my neighborhood up in Westchester. That's their solution. Really? Not in their neighborhoods. But uh, what's this? Uh, I, I don't know. A lot of them are mentally ill. I think you got to go case yeah. by case. You find out if they're going to screw loose, you got to put them somewhere. Really? See, most conservatives don't think that way. Most, most of them are like, just get a job and be done with it. But it's like... <laughs> That's not how most conservatives think. And I'm really? not a, Number one, I'm not a conservative. I'm more of a libertarian. I'm all, I swear to God. Are you really? You're a libertarian? Yes. If, if, I'm all for fucking... That's surprising. Why is it surprising? You'd it's because you've like... been sold the same shit everybody else is. I, you know, I made a few cracks on Tough Crowd years ago, oh, and because it. we're in a left-wing business, I get yeah, I'm Mussolini. But people <laughs> who know me, even Marin said that people who know me, I'm nothing. You know, I had to get some. I had, I had to make people pay attention to me. So the way to go, let's was go that way a little bit. Oh. But um, but I, I guarantee you and I, I'm all for people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want if it's not hurting me. Yeah, that's how I am too. And the, all we need the government for is to protect the fucking country, the military. Yeah. That's what I want. I want and a strong military. it's too military. much military, too. Huh? Protect the country doesn't mean attacking everybody. We're not attacking everybody. There's so many places. We're in Yemen, man. Why is that? Why are we in know. Yemen? I don't know. I do. A little something called 9-11. What's that to the Yemen? That's, what are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's all tied babies. together. It's all tied together. Of course we're in Yemen. It's a foothold for fucking people who want to lop your head off. I know you don't want to believe that. But yeah, but they're never going to get here. They're really? They're in Yemen. They're never living gonna, villages. They're never going to get they here? they just got a gun. Yeah. Huh? They just got to tell that to the fucking San Francisco parents who lost their daughter, and that wasn't a terrorist. That was just a fucking illegal who had been deported eight times. What was that? Now, I'm, now you're making me sound like a real right winger. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they're not going to get here? Anybody can get here. That's the point. And what are they? They're going to take a plane over here just to shoot a bunch of people. They don't have to take a plane. Actually, they don't even have to sneak Yemen. anymore. They can take a plane. You're they right. They can just get right in. You're Yemen. right. It's too easy, man. Wait, what was the one in San Francisco? Well, the illegal immigrant shot that girl walking on the Embarcadero with her dad yeah. on a bright, sunny day. He you didn't hear about that? No, what was he? How Latino? much weed are you smoking, what was he? Ari? All of it, man. What was he? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect answer. <laughs> gonna, every time somebody well, he had been over. deported like seven times. What was he, Mexican? Yeah. Okay. Just nice, sunny day. Shoots a fucking beautiful young woman. Over what? Did they catch him? What did he say? Over nothing. He said he was trying to shoot a... He saw a, uh, one of those seals in the, in the water. He's trying to shoot a seal. That's what he said. But the point is, he'd been deported seven times. The point is, he should have been fucking back in his own country in jail. Yeah. But uh, your hero in office, sanctuary city, say you for that? There's a difference in Yemen deported people. I just and, said that. I just said that. My point was, it's easy to get into this country, yeah. whether you're you're an illegal seven from Mexico times. or a fucking psycho from Yemen. It, it, they don't act like our border security is fucking. By the know. way, I did a I did a, a corporate for uh, border control. In Vegas once. You did? Yeah. How'd they pick you? They saw me in San Diego at, at the comedy store. And what were you saying that made them say, we, 
They said they liked me. Oh, and those Amazing Races videos where I pick up the Mexicans and take them to uh, INS. I didn't see. What? What? Oh, Nick DiPaolo. You would love that. <laughs> amazing what? Amazing racist. I like Mexican people, by the way. I, I, I'm, I'm, I know, but you're, you have a dark sense of humor at very least. I do have a dark sense of humor about shit like that. But yeah, no. I, I went to I, a Home Depot and I picked up a bunch of laborers to fix my deck and then I drove them to an INS building. Fix, oh, fix your deck? Yeah. Oh. Thought, well, they, I thought they were doctors or something. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> this was on fix what show? <laughs> on it what? was just on the web. You can see it on the web. I gotta go home. I'm going to go home and TV. Google this. Yeah. I'm an Ari Safir fan, man. I told you that. I Thanks. fucking, seriously, I see it at the stand and I laugh my ball. I, this guy's got his own fucking way of looking at shit. And by the way, you guys, uh, well, you probably know this, but he's got a mohawk. I do. I have a mohawk. I'm thinking of dying of blue today. It goes away in a week. I can see the look. <laughs> like, what the you fuck is going to die of Well, I don't That fits the neighborhood. <laughs> Is this yeah. Alphabet City? This is. It is, right? Yeah, this is the heart of it. <laughs> Only really. I could get lost in something called Alphabet City. That's how stupid I am. <laughs> Did you? What's, where's B? Then where's C? Then what comes after the D? Is it the E? <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I fucking, I could have parked three feet from here, but there was a big box truck blocking the sign. I couldn't see the sign where there was no parking or not. Oh, so yeah. I, you know, I ended up going out on Fourteenth Street. Oh, really? Yeah, All the way to Fourteenth? It's a minute and a half around the corner. But the point is, I could have parked two feet from here. It's the worst. When you come back and see a spot that's open that you could have parked oh, in. Dude. feel like, oh, should I go back and get my car? I do a bit about that, trying to park in New York. I go, yeah. How about you circling a block and you finally, for 20 minutes, and now you, you see a spot up, you have your eye on that one spot, but you're at a red light and you watch somebody else pulling into that spot. It's like watching somebody fuck your girlfriend in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he'll never fit in there. <laughs> it's a parking cuckold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, no, no. Oh. I hate this. And they're like, yeah, take it. Look at what I'm doing. <laughs> Very painful. Yeah. This is Ari's in a new apartment, folks. I what won't do you give, think? I won't give away the address, but I'll tell you, it's I fucking like it. You got the exposed brick, yeah, and he's got like dry sausage hanging from his cabinet, like a like a. My dad gave me a, t- a couple. We had to talk about it, and I was like, "How much I like him?" And then I was at Katz's and I bought one, and then I went to visit home, and he's like, "I got you two of them." So now, is, is that sausage or what is it? Salami, dry hard salami. I like your old man. Yeah, he's got three three sticks of dry salami hanging from his cabinets. That's New York. You won't see that in L.A. No. I like the kitchens here that are so, like, packed full of stuff. There's no room for anything. Things are hanging up. i got to use that above space. <laughs> what's, what's with the trophies up there? Oh, that's my trophy for one was for the roast battle. I beat Big J at the roast battle at New York Comedy Fest. Did you really? Yeah, that's the one on the left. And then the one on the right is um, for a basketball comedy league in L.A. I won um, best comic, worst player. No shit. Yeah. That's actually what you should. If you're a comic, that would be the perfect Yeah, trophy. I was like, mm. You don't want to be known as like a jock. No. It's the wrong business for this. You remember the first time we met? Yes. In, Bro- in Boston? Was that your prom? I took you. Your, <laughs> your freshman year, you had a nice peach dress, something off the shoulder, and I was in a blue tux. It was in Boston. You were talking to Rogan. You in got Boston? so mad at me. Yeah. I had glasses then and a cardigan, and... um. Dude, that was you? <laughs> that was you? Yeah. I fucking wanted to kill you that night. I made the mistake of miswording my, my point. Why didn't you bring that up? <laughs> the last time. Oh, but this is fucking... <laughs> you remember that? This is unbelievable. <laughs> I said to Rogan, I'm going to fucking punch your friend in the head. Do you know that fucking guy? I was. What did you say to me that infuriated I I said, me? We're in Boston. I say, all people from Boston are fucking jocks. Or something like that. Yes. You were like, you took a person like I, I met meatheads. I met dumb people who just want to like fight. 
But you took it as like, Rogan said later, like, he played football, man. He, he took that as an insult. I'm like, oh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Ari, I would have never, if you didn't just say that, I would have never known that was you. Because I met you, what, later, or a year later, years later, right? I could see the look in your eyes. It's like, who the fuck is this asshole? I'm like, this, because I knew you were young. Who's this cocky motherfucker? And I was wearing a cardigan and glasses then. I always got misconstrued for a big alt comic. That's like, why. Like that's that. probably why I wanted to kill you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, sorry, we can't all be Janine Garofalo. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I remember taking that insult and going like, I don't understand that. That's not my hero. I can't fucking believe that you haven't brought that up since. I was, I was scared to. I was like, I don't want you to hate me. I was like, let's let's foster the relationship How a little. Funny. But that that's like a good example of life of you know not knowing somebody and yeah, and then learning more about them. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had, I had a, one of those text phones, a flip text phone. Yeah, she you did. Were, I was in there because I don't know. You and Rogan were tall. You're catching up. I was like, I don't know him. What am I going to do? Join in the conversation. <laughs> But in was a young comic. I can't comic. fucking believe the minute you said that I got angry about that night. You were, I didn't mean you jocks. I didn't mean jocks. I mean, you, there's a lot of meatheads in Boston. What kind of generalization is that? I Boston's a liberal pussy town. Everyone drinks and fights. That's what I mean. That, don't you like that about Boston? I mean, as opposed to what here, where they fucking do drugs and stab each other. You're right yeah, though. You're right. Bo- Boston is like the old west. I remember David Tell coming back from a road trip. Yeah, a road trip. He did a weekend up in Boston at Faneuil yeah. Hall, and I remember him coming back. And this has to be ten, twelve years ago. And him saying to me, he goes, "It's fucking like," he goes, "It's like 1970 over there." Yeah. He goes, "People come stumbling out at two in the morning." He goes, "I saw like," he said, "literally five fist fights in Faneuil Hall." Yeah, all around <laughs> that. I saw somebody with a face full of blood, nose down. Yeah. Face, mask, yeah. mouth, and shirt all bloody. Yeah. And then he's like smiling and goes, Let's go get pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this place? I'll tell you what it is. It's called uh, the Irish place. Oh, uh, that's it. A lot of fucking, and it's still very Irish, and they like to get rowdy. I like that. And, and, and yeah, you're right. Uh, what's it called? PJ Clark's or something in Faneuil. I used to fucking go in there, and, and I'd have my Dukes up on the fucking way out. Always. What happens is, by, it would be a, back when I hung out Faneuil Hall in the 80s, yeah. the pack, it would be always a pack of Irish kids there. Who, who would start drinking at four in the afternoon, and then come, you know, they give last call in Boston at like 1230. Really? Yeah. To get rid of the problem? No, that's just how it was. Okay. Boston's, you know, they have these blue laws, you couldn't buy booze on Sunday. But what happens Religious. is Faneuil Hall... <laughs> Last call, packs of Irish kids would stumble out of the fucking Boston. You know, eight Irish drunk guy who didn't couldn't get laid. Some girls just blew them up, so they stopped bumping into people and slapping your fucking sausage sandwich out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, and not this just Irish. Something. I mean, there's a you know, fucking bunch of Italian kids from Revere, too. Vagabonds. But, yeah. So. Yeah, it's when you kick everybody out at the same time, then they're all rowdy and out in the streets yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Australia switched because there were too many fights. They switched till 4 o'clock. They let it go to four? Yeah, so now people get tired help? and leave one at a time. They don't feel like, Is that oh, the it's one thirty. i got to shoot five shots yeah. real quick. Well, last time I checked, Australia didn't have a giant Irish population. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you're not, that's a good point. If you're going to keep a bar open till four, Irish kids ain't leaving till four. Is Boston racist? I've been heard it's been called like the most racist town. I know in you, you, your stereotypes. Are well, so that's where like up. Uh, Bill Russell would say that. Barry Bonds would say that. Yeah, I know that. Both- my, you know, my question to that would be: what? Is Detroit racist? But they were saying Boston is more. Is Detroit so- racist? I want to say. I don't hear that. Huh? I don't hear about that being racist. Yeah, you're not even getting that because you would you wouldn't even assume what I'm talking about. Black racism. You think fucking? Uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. In your mind, racism can only come it's from white way. people. Which is silly, because black people in Detroit would stab you quicker 
than any fucking white neighborhood would stab a black guy because in Boston. Because I'm white. Yeah. Yeah. You going to walk down a worse neighborhood in Detroit at 2 in the morning? No, I'm not going to go to Detroit at all. No, you're not. Because yeah. they'd fucking cut your throat. You know why? Because you're white. Yeah, but it, no, it's also just because it's fucking poor and, and everybody See? gets like... you pass it out on ego. Why don't you give, give that break to fucking white people? You assume they're racist well, here's why. in Boston. Because in New York... South Boston is a racist neighborhood, right? That's the reputation. Know, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the okay. reputation. Who do you think lives there? Rich people? No. It's no. poor white people. But when you, you want to cut oh. black people a break on economics, that's where their violence comes from. But white people just hate black people. It's such nonsense. Yeah. I would say I would say Detroit is the most racist city just because you know, a fucking white person gets his throat cut quicker than a black person would get his throat cut in New York. Anywhere. Well, New York's not racist. It's so intermingled. There's okay, no, Boston. No oh, Boston. When, when's the last time anything bad? Aren't there certain towns, uh, certain areas? Are like, this is a white area, this is a black area. Yes, this that a- goes to every city in the country that I've been to. Not here. Huh? Not here. Not New York? New York is different. No? York, every building has dimensions. Really? So you go to lights. East New York tonight? You'd be fine. Which one's East New York? East New York. Is, East Manhattan? No. East New York, it's called. Like it's fucking. Brooklyn? There's a movie. Thank you for, for bringing this. A, <laughs> yeah. You're going to watch a documentary. Then what you'll see it? it. It's called, and I've been plugging this, and you're going to, it's called oh, The 7-5. Seven the 7-5? Seven yeah. It's about the 75th precinct. Right? And that's East New York? Yeah. And it's about, it's a true, this is a documentary about two cops, a guy named Michael Dowd. Yeah. Who just out? I remember his name. Yeah, you probably read an excerpt about it in the post. The movie's out now. The documentary, Ari. If you don't see a fucking movie, please. What's it about? It's about that. It's that about the him, rogue cop who fucking get just a bad cop who got hooked up with a Dominican drug gang. Oh, really? You know, protected them, getting paid off, fucking shaking down other drug gangs. Really, dude? This is back in the late seventies, early eighties wow. when there was a crack epidemic. And East New York would have literally a thousand murders a fucking year just in East New York. I mean, just and and this guy, wow. this cop, and he's a guy like you and I, just a ballsy guy who saw the world differently. He's like, "Fuck these rules! I ain't playing by these rules." I'm just and, gonna make money off this, dude. You gotta watch this. Right. So listen to this. I'm 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 outside Marin's hotel waiting to go in. Yeah, I check my tweets. I was talking about the the seven five movie on my podcast this week. One of the tweets is from Michael Dowd, the cop. <gasps> He goes, my son's a big fan of yours. Wow, really? He goes, I'm glad you like the movie. You should get him on. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna when I get on. I'm gonna fucking tweet him back. I, you know, I tweeted him back. I said, uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I want to get him on my show. I'm afraid to have him up to my house, though. Because <laughs> he's such a crooked That's cop. That's right. Sh- Dude, what would you do? If you could be a crook. He's not crook a cop, cop anymore, but. What would you do? What would you abuse? This I'd do what he did. What? Look the other way stuff? Oh, God. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a crooked cop. I'm a straight arrow. I'm no. a corny guy. If like you that. would be a crooked cop, where would your crookedness come? Where would it come? What do you mean? I'd be at titty bars every night, taking their money, fucking them. Yeah. How about this? How about we don't charge? <laughs> do I sound like a here? conservative to you? <laughs> I'm a libertarian. I'm so not hurting. Lumped in. Yeah, I'm a libertarian too. But see, that would not be a good libertarian because then you're hurting other people. Right. But uh, you you have to watch this movie, dude. You are gonna- libertarian's all about free market. Like, well, if the people want to pay me to do this, then I'll then I'll do it. They want to pay that's a cop not a, a free market. To, no, it's when not. You, that's just well, no, you make a point. I see what you're saying. If the drug dealer wants to pay you to watch your shit, and <laughs> then, you know, that is an open market. Well, I'm off. <laughs> Only problem, drugs is a dirty business because it does ruin a lot of lives, I think. Don't you? I feel like they should, instead of just making it illegal and, and saying, uh, we got to get rid of this and enforce it, they should have some sort of <laughs> education about it or, re- or rehabilitation. should be more accessible than arrests. Especially for How like many rehabs drugs. do you want? I heard that's a whole industry too. 
But I mean, you know, people on booze that get too caught up on booze, and they uh, they need just help. That's all. They just need help. You don't. I don't. No, there are people who need. Same the shit booze with weed. That argument comes up, but people don't. People don't die over booze every day like yeah. they do. But I mean, drugs. like, if I have friends that were into coke, I didn't. The comedy store didn't really have coke people. We had we had pot. Yeah, pot and booze. But if some of my friends got into coke, and then I could have gotten into it. It could have been like you know peer pressure. Yeah, seven cool comics like, come on, all right, just take some. It's fine. And I'm like, oh, so. Okay. But what's your point? So I'd then say I would need help. I would need a hand up and not a fucking place in prison. Uh, and that's also, I think, is a big myth about the throwing people in prison for doing drugs. You don't think so? Nah, just dealing. Maybe you're right. There are people, and I know there's a dispute. I'm, I'm not going to get it because it would get bored. But the dispute, you know, the amount of cr- if you get busted with powder as opposed to crack. And how the drug laws are unfair to black people. And then I'm sure there's some legitimate points there. Yeah. But a lot of it's being over-exaggerated if you read into it. Drugs and fucking, you know, I mean, they're trying to, people who are Yeah, I don't us, know anybody who's been arrested for just possession. People are saying, people are saying, I know, and that's what the people are saying. Yeah, like people you have to arrest you. But yeah. no one's barging down your door to, to, sit, to look in your drawers. No, exactly. But, but, but they're trying to, people are trying to say that drug dealing is not a violent Offense, yeah, which is the most stupid to me. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It leads to violence just because you're the dealer. Yeah, you know, like people don't get killed every day over drug money, and it's the dirtiest business ever. And just because you yourself hasn't killed anybody, you see what I'm saying? You're perpetuating the violence. Yeah, but then the problem is they throw in drug dealers who weren't violent at all. They throw them to prison and pretty much give them a seven year training program on how to be violent. And they go, "Cool, now go join the world." But they are being violent when they're selling drugs, in my opinion. I it leads know. to violence. Washington Square it's Park. Bad. Washington Square Park. Those guys. What the guys that just got a jail playing chess? They're just like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guys that sell drugs out there. The ones that are like, nah, I'm okay. I mean, I don't. You think they should be allowed to sell without any? Really? I mean, uh, what do you want the government to take their cut off it? No, I if want them no to not sell dr- drugs. Aren't a good thing, are yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just saying they're not violent. But yeah, First so, of all, you don't know that. I'm sure I, 10 out of 10 of them have records, I guarantee. Yeah. Uh, but even if they aren't, it, it, they're ruining kids' lives, and it, 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 ruin, it leads to fucking ruin. What do you think? Complete, but illegal doesn't work. It's not gone just because illegal doesn't work. So it's like, what do you regulate it and say you can sell this, but no one knows. I, I, I don't know the answer. Look, yeah. I, I know Amsterdam's tried it, and that place is a hellhole. It's gone to hell, I heard. Really? That I heard is a dirty place now. I don't well, know. The red light you, district. You know more bad. about it than me. I've been to Amsterdam. The red light district isn't bad, but they keep it in one place. Yeah. So it sort of works because no one in Amsterdam goes to the red light district. No. It's like a tourist spot, but it's near the airport, and it's just like <laughs> regular citizens. Like, no, but I heard I was there it. seven years ago. Was that right? Yeah. But 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 AIDS when when they made you know uh, you know they were handing out clean needles they did all that shit over there and really yeah and then what happened and, and, well AIDS has gone up everything it's uh, it, this crime has gone up over there this is what I've been reading but then again I'm sure you can read a publication where they say the opposite I know so in look, Vancouver they do the safe shoot up spots you ever see those safe shoot up spot where they're like it's all Hastings Street it's, it's like all a like school what, zone where you can was. shoot up yeah. But they're like, just come in here and do it. Tell us what you're taking. And if you overdose, we'll, we'll get through the... Oh, that's the, great. How does that help a person? You know I mean? You're inviting them to fucking... Can we agree that fucking doing drugs and if you're a drug addict is a bad thing? Yeah. But those I, people I, I know anyway. you're going to say, well, it's your choice, right? Those people can do... Well... Is that, that a good book? The Fountainhead? Yeah. It's the most amazing book I've ever read. I'm halfway through it. 
I, you know, it's I can't a, believe I haven't read it yet. It's a, well, I shat on her for like years, Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand, to be like, fuck her, <laughs> just based on what other people told me. <laughs> yeah, and, and, I, and because of my politics, I've heard nothing but great shit about her. Oh, really? Yeah. What is she? What is she? What's her politics? Socialist? I don't know. She's like a, uh, no, I thought she was like a fucking pro-capitalist. Isn't she like really free market, uh, crazy? Yeah, I guess. Anything goes? I don't get any of that shit from this. I heard later in life she got kind of crazy and started believing her own hype, like Kinnison. You know? <laughs> but this was like early Kinnison. Where Is that it's right? Like before that. It's the most about, about... What's it about? Okay, it's about two architects. Yeah. And one is a fucking sellout and one's an artist. And the sellout is like, he's still good. He's good. But he's just in it for the money and the, and the people giving him cash for oh, yeah. so it's fame free mo- okay. and the critics. And the other one is like, I don't give a shit about any of that. I'm here to build beautiful buildings. And everyone else copies the Romans and the Greeks. And yeah. he goes, no, fuck that. And he's in this modernist view. And people threw him out of architecture school because he's too like, crazy. And he goes, yeah. okay, I'm done learning from you guys anyway. I already learned everything I could. Ah. Fuck you. Goodbye. Ah. He'll work on a rock quarry until he gets work as an architect because he wants to know what, where the fucking stones I'm come from. I'm already hooked. Dude, it's amazing. And about not learning critiques, there's a. Uh, I just what, read a do book. Do you remember the characters' names? Because Barry Katz, you know, yeah, Barry. Howard Rourke. Barry, I was in a dispute with Barry, and yeah. he compared me to one of. The, who, who, it's Howard Rourke or Peter Keating. Or uh, a, a Tui. But he's like the writer. He was comparing me to the guy who would, ironically, and again, my image has been distorted. But to me, well, in Barry's eyes, I'm the guy who doesn't give a shit about the money, who just cares about the art. Yeah, you're hard work. That's what he said, Howard Rourke. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is funny. And they destroy him. You think I'm like this right-wing pro. Isn't that funny? Barry sees me as the fucking pure. The the guy who doesn't give a shit. That's so crazy. Yeah, you guys are even tough I'm an enigma, folks. I'm not that easy to figure out. Don't base your shit on clips on Tough Crowd where I make some wild generalizations. Not clips. I watched every episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a good point. But, uh, yeah, I'm not as simple a... You know. Dude, there's this passage in here. That it's, it's, this is written in I don't know, 1940, 1920, whatever it is. Yep. It's all about how once one headline, it's all the blog shit now. Once one headline comes out, everyone yep. else will write articles about that headline yes. without even reading. I just listened to the Jerry Seinfeld interview that they're shitting on him for. Oh, about yeah. saying. And then Kindler did a State of the Industry address on him. And all these people writing. I was like, you know what? I never actually heard the interview. And me and Rebecca right. Trent just looked it up. Right. And we're like, oh, he's not talking about colleges. Right. The guy says, and I, but I'm going off headlines. And I know better. Yeah, me too. The guy says, what's the state of the, of the, you know, of the, uh, of the atmosphere right now with political correctness? Right. And then he goes, on his own, the guy goes, I know Chris Rock and one other person won't do colleges. And so he briefly says... Yeah, colleges, I know that some of them are tough. Right. And then he answers the first question, the state of political correctness. Right. And that's when he talks about his daughter and stuff. Oh. You just let some some guy write a headline and be like, yeah, fuck him. No, you're right. A headline can carry it. But but I did, yeah, I mean, I did hear him say himself that, you know, they get offended at everything, and then, uh, w- which was which enough. Is true. Yeah, which, I mean, because now I say it on stage, like I was at the stand the other night, yeah. and I do a joke, and it gets a moan because it's too off color. And I go, I'm sorry. I go, you, you guys are the assholes that Jerry Seinfeld's too edgy for. Eh? But that's what it is. I think it's true where it's like, you got to go. No. no, I'm just checking. Okay, tell me what. But I think it's true where people hear the word sexist or race or anything. And they go, whoa, 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 whoa. You yeah, can't say they that. hang like, up on the words, I, not the context. I have a joke that has, it's talking about me doing something. But it it's requires seeing some Down syndrome children playing uh, bowling. 
in my yeah, lane. Yeah, bowling? Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as I say this, I'm down syndrome kids. I got to go, stop, stop, guys, guys, guys. This is not, I'm not making fun of them. Stop. And people like laugh or go, okay. Because just you hear about it, go, no, no. Oh, I know. I, I live in that world. Every premise that comes out of my mouth, the people are going, uh-oh, where's he going with this? What are you writing down? I'm going to read that pa- this passage from the Fountainhead in the, in the epilogue, in the, in the outro. I write down little notes. Good move. Yeah, thanks. Most Otherwise comics don't do that. Most comics are garbage and they're failing out. <laughs> I notice your, uh, your podcast is always up there. I check on, you know, I still check really? on iTunes. I oh, always you like can't to, check the ratings. You told me that. Make yourself nuts, right? So Howard Wark would never check the ratings. Howard Wark doesn't care. Well, I didn't Howard say Wark I was him. People podcasts. say I was him. I'm not him. I'm no fucking Donald Trump. No one's that far as a purist. But I want to be like him in moments. I, see, I, I'm going to read this now. You should. I mean, it's a novel, not a book. I don't know what you normally read. It, it's just funny. Uh, what am I reading right now? What did I just read? Oh, I read Colin Quinn's book. Really? I heard that's really good. Oh, it's so goddamn funny. God damn. Going to, the, going to see it Sunday. Where is it? At the Cherry Lane. I'm always plugging his shit. Cherry Lane <laughs> Theater. Uh, go, get, go get my album, uh, Another Senseless Killing. It's still available. At nickdip.com. Use the radio code Nick. Get three bucks off. No, and it's doing three good. Three bucks off. I went out L.A. last week. I went to do Rogan. I did Corolla. I did Fitzsimmons. I did Dom Herrera. Fitzsimmons is great. Herrera is fun. The yeah. Laugh Factory. Yeah. Yeah, that's And cool. uh, I just Jamie did there? Marin an hour ago. I'm doing you. And you know what? Fucking, soon as I, by the time I got home, it was back in the uh, fucking top app. Pushing echelon. back up. Another sense is killing. It's doing, folks, if you like, I mean, it's, you, you love it. Here's the deal. Nick DiPaolo is a professional comic. Thank you. And you know what? That's best compliment you can pay me. People don't understand. They're like, oh, how's that guy? This kid's good. It's like, you can't replace 25 years of experience. Even if you don't... Exactly. I don't care what you thought. Even the people like Margaret Cho, I know some people are like, I don't like her. I'm like, that was 20 years ago. And she's put in five times more work than you knew That's a great point. So it's like, I don't care how bad you are. You're going to get good when you practice for 25, 30 years. You're, you know, and, and it's funny. You, you, somebody said that I was in Ventura when I went out to LA I did all this podcast yeah. I flew out on my own dime yeah. but just to defray the, some of the cost I did a Ventura Harbor comedy club up in Ventura yeah. and uh, some guy said it to me this guy what? he goes you're a fucking true pro man I did like an hour and five minutes standing yeah, on killer. my you just know standing on my head yeah cause it, oh, it's almost not if the funny's in you yeah. you know what I mean if it's in your DNA but it's all technique. You know, the first time you had to get angry on stage, you're like, oh, I didn't do that right. I didn't know how to do that. And uh, Well, that's not my point. You, you, and then 16 once years Once you learn pass. technique after 28 years yeah. of, you know, of having a presence up there and being a little unpredictable, which I think is key. And, yeah. and then didn't fucking, if you got the funny in your blood, you put yeah, all that shit together. Out. But there's other nights where, you know, he's like, wow, what's he been doing it for two weeks? He was harmless. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a science. It's it doesn't not. work every night. And you're like, like you right? know what? Maybe I'll try this. He's like, wrong. It's like <laughs> basketball players. Like, I'm going to cross over. And then Iverson's like, well, I'll just take it. And you're like, damn it. I didn't yeah, think no, about exa- that. No, exactly. It doesn't work every night. You know? And you try to tell people that. You know? Remember when it's Iverson like, came into the league and make Jordan look like a fucking fool? Yeah. That was like, what? That's Jordan. And he's still in his prime. Yeah. 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 So let me get some of your politics then. As a libertarian, I want to get some of this. Cops. How do you feel about them? And, and the, the whole, the idea now that um, Black Lives Matter and all that shit and the cops are all racist. There's a real thought of that. Am I wrong? There's a real what? Thought of cops are all racist. 
Well, yeah, that's the perception that, that's put out there by the fucking libs mainstream media. And they, they've been playing with fire for years. I remember being in my 30s going, what are they trying to start a race war? Just the way they selectively choose stories where it's a white cop involved with a black. Uh, the media just wants to sell papers, and it's dangerous. It's dangerous. And it's taking fruition now. Uh, but I'm sorry, but the, the fucking Ferguson thing? Yeah. That they were wrong on that. They prejudged that. That kid had his hands up, blah, blah, blah. Fucking totally wrong on that. Baltimore, they fucking, they, 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 uh, Trayvon Martin, they, they try to draw conclusions and paint all. These guys, you think cops get up every day, they're going to do a job, you can, you can agree in this, where they, yeah. they're going to risk their lives basically every day. Yeah. Really? You think white cops going to go, I'm going to kill a black? Of course, there's a few bad ones out there. That's why I'm trying to watch this documentary. Oh, right. It wasn't really about race. It was about drug, but he was a dirty cop, right? Yeah. So watch this. Of course, there's bad apples. Well, you remember the uh, uh, Rodney King beatings in the video? Yeah. yeah. They cut off the first seven minutes of, of that course. video. And that seven minutes showed him fighting to a standstill That's with those I'm three cops. I know. And then they just show him beating him. And people see that. You see the moving image, and you're like, I mean, I'm not immune to it either. I'm like, that's awful. What are That's they doing all that they show ever. That's all. Even the black, the Out white cop context. kneeling on the black girl's back, the girl in the bikini. Uh-huh. Did you see all the people around? Yeah. You don't know who has what. I don't give a fucking she was 11. Do what the cop fucking says. And I'm not saying. But, but the numbers don't lie. Cops literally have it's something like tens of millions of interactions a year with civilians. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in the tens of... So, of course, some of those are going to turn violent here or there, and it's going to go wrong. But the point is... But most of them a, are just super A fine. handful of them go wrong. Ari, that, that's .0001% that go wrong. Hardly an epidemic. That's my point. It's, right. the, the media selectively chooses these stories, and if you do that and only show the, white, the, the cops being bad, people are, the media is so powerful... Yeah, it is. It's uh, well. Once they realize, like we can affect people's. Like, I know either Fox News or I don't know. I don't. I don't watch those things. But either Fox News or the other one, or MSNBC, they said we want sixty-five percent of our stories being pro-war and thirty-five percent being anti-war, and that way we'll get our listenership to eventually feel pro-war. Yeah, because we'll hit them with two. Where did you read that? I, I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe I made it this up. This is where the weed comes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think Fox said that or MSNBC. Really? Uh, but, yeah, no, come on. You can't well, fucking say I'm that. Wrong. And be, um, hey, but you can shit all over A Bill O'Reilly bit. and shit. He has been great on this race shit. He's been. He's the only guy talking honest out there. I love when when people put on their Facebook, they show some cop beating somebody, yeah. a white person or yeah. something like that. Happened. I just write Black Lives Matter. Because it's like, hold on, all lives matter. Yeah. Did you hear? And I played this on my podcast, by the way. What's your podcast the called? Nick, Nick DiPaolo Podcast Excellent. on riotcast.com or oh, go nice. to nickdip.com. And uh, I was talking about the Martin O'Malley. He was the former governor of Maryland. Uh-huh. He, he, makes, he makes Obama look conservative. He's a white, far left fucking douche, in my opinion. Uh, but he was in front of a black audience and he goes, all lives matter. They stopped booing. He's like, black lives matter. White lives. When he said white lives, the all black audience is booing. 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 But here's the, here's the most important part of the story. The next day, he's on a black radio show apologizing. What? For saying all lives matter. The libs are eating each other. And I'm enjoying it, Ari. Oh, yeah. I, they are eating each other. The, the fucking Seinfeld uh-huh. saying colleges. And, you know, Seinfeld. I love, when some, yeah, I love when somebody will say something, uh, well, some liberal or feminist, yeah. and then some other feminists will be like, oh, use the wrong words. 
And then she goes, no, no, I was making fun of him. And they start fighting. I'm like, you guys are on the same side. They're eating each other now. You're so it, in a rush to fucking blame. Yes. Well, that, that's a good sign for people like me and you, libertarians. But they're, the political correctness is starting to eat itself alive. Yeah. Uh, right here in New York, de Blasio, the, the, the head of the city council, what's her name? Uh, her, she's a Hispanic, Veverito, Mark Veverito. Yeah. But she, she, she pulled like the, the feminist card, the sexist card on, on de Blasio, who yeah. she works for. He, she, she's, he's, she's like, you wouldn't, you, wouldn't have, you wouldn't have treated me like that if I was a woman. So they're starting to eat each other, and I'm fucking jerking off watching it. <laughs> jerking off. Because nobody likes political correctness. Nobody. It's just so restrictive. Well, there's no logic left. People on the far left have lost your fucking minds. I you don't s- give a shit what I you I think say. Seinfeld's right. You say a word and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How did it get like that? Not from righties, not from guys like me. I know we're, the, guy- we're the bigots, remember? We don't fucking care what we say. Can't have it both ways. That's how I feel. I a as a comic, a bit, you must feel the same. Who did a bit about um, fake bit about about um, mixing his colors with his whites in the laundry and having them bleed, and then him in the laundromat going, "These colors, these fucking colors." Who did this bit? Brian Keith Etheridge. But the, there's a black guy I saw in the bathroom during the setup. So he comes out and he just goes, these colors, yeah, yeah. these fucking colors are bleeding all over my beautiful whites. And he goes, what the fuck is this? And he starts heckling. <laughs> but it's like, dude, set back. Nothing's as racist as you think it is. Nothing's as homophobic as you think That's it is. Right. These things, you're just looking for a reason to be upset. That's right. But all that shit comes from the left, not the right. Political correctness don't come from the right. That's a point fucking, that should be said over and over again. I mean, they've bought into Political it. Political correctness comes from the left. The left is the liberals. Yeah. Censorship. Who? Feminists. What, yeah, what do you think about feminists, though? That's where the political correctness lives and breathes. In, in radical feminism. Oh, my fucking word. Worse, worse than the fucking the race thing to me. It's fucking... I've been talking about this for years, but I'm just saying. Uh, college campuses, that's uh-huh. a bastion of liberalism. There's no conservative campuses out there. They have speech codes. You can't fucking... There's safe zones. You, you, you have to know all this. I do. Right? They, I remember in college, I went to a liberal arts college in University of Maryland. Yeah. We were together. No Republicans on that fucking campus or any other there campus. There were some, but they were quiet. But I remember doing a report <laughs> on they were. Matthew Shepard just got, just got lynched. Remember that? Yeah. Or yeah, beat up, up, tied with. And everyone, they had vigils and everything. Yeah. And he fit their mold. Beautiful white kid. Yeah. Beautiful upper middle class yeah. white kid. And then I did this report uh, and everyone was like, I asked people, like, how long will you remember the name Matthew Shepard? Like, forever. They're like, well, did you always remember? Like, why? Right. Like, because it's wrong and I stand against what's wrong. And then I go, do you remember the name James Bird Jr.? And they go, no, who is that? I'm like, okay, it's a black guy who got strung up behind a, a pickup truck and dragged until yeah. he was dead. Just yeah. dragged around. I'm like, that happened a year ago. Like, that's the same crime. Yeah, but and you the have Mat- no idea what his name is because well, he's a poor black man. But kid. the Matthew Shepard thing turned out to be a bit of a hoax. I heard. No. Yeah, I what? heard. Again, you don't. I don't know what you what the fucking believe it. I read this. I don't fucking know what to believe either. The fucking media. No, Google it. But but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a bunch of fucking rednecks who tied him. One of the guys that beat him was gay or something. No way, really. That's that again. I don't know. This is what I fucking. Yeah, read. they want to make things hate crimes, even when it's like, no, no, no. It was just about you bumping into me at the bar. I mean, I didn't know you were again, gay. Again, hate crime. Again, that's a liberal fucking. A liberal fucking uh, concept that somebody can... Really? You fucking know what's in my mind when I punch somebody in the face? So in other words, under the hate crime thing, you could get in a car accident, yeah. you know, offend yeah. the bender, and not even know the guy's gay and like punch him in the <laughs> head, that- and then when it comes out, you're fucked. Right. Oh, you didn't see his rainbow flag t- uh, bumper sticker? I'm like, no, my fender was in it. How was, am I supposed to have seen that? He was driving that? a yellow Prius. <laughs> you didn't know? He had a banana on his tailpipe. He couldn't have made it more clear. 
Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, come on. But but like I said, I'm not a fucking real right winger either. You know. Yeah, I guess that's what I am too. I'm realizing I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm, I'm, I think I'm a bleeding heart liberal, where I'm like, we got to take care of some people well, and just leave def- me alone. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm more anti super liberal than super super uh, conservative. Yeah. Well, I would say the same for me. I mean, come on, fucking like I said, you know, I don't care the whole gay thing that doesn't. I don't give a shit. Then you know, I I I, I got pegged because the joke of tough on crap. Caitlyn Jenner is the fucking best. What did I say about it's the best way to look at it? What, Kate? What did I say about her? You're like, I, he was my hero. Your whole angle is like, what do you mean? I like that guy as a runner, as an athlete. Yeah. Did you, was that you? I got to take down my, yeah. my, my poster. I, I, I had his poster in my bedroom when I was 14 years old. I had to take it down last night. <laughs> I love the idea that you still have his poster up. 53, poster? 53 years old. What's a poster anyway? <laughs> Tape. That's a fathead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a fathead. You had a, yeah, that Bruce. shit doesn't bother me. I actually have a relative that went through something similar that really? I can't get into details. And it, it, that never bothered me. You know what I mean? But I will make gay jokes if I think it's going to fucking bother you. So what do you think? Right. Right? Don't you do that? Yeah. Oh, this is going to annoy you? Yeah, all at right. At the stand? I'll you. Some nights at the stand, it has a very fee feel to it. Yeah. Right? If you uh, get people that I know are, are hurt by something, I'm like, it makes me want to hurt them more. <laughs> if I'm too dirty and I see people like too Christian in the audience, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be too so Christian in New York? <laughs> are you fucking tourists, kidding me? tourists. My favorite is when you get the super Orthodox Jews come in and they laugh at the dark shit. They do laugh at the dark shit. I've only had a few Orthodox uh, Jews yeah. in the audience. Fucking love them. I love I, them. And again, I had them as neighbors out in Beverly Hills. Really? I, I sort of admire, but then I read about them. You talk about sexist and in the, uh, right? And behind the times with, you know, women can't do this and that. Yeah. They are fucking, they, they make the wigs. Italians look like. In the porter. Wait a minute, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Maybe we'll do it on the next. I heard you, and this was a quote from another. another that my boy Ari here, the libertarian, said that Italians are the lowest form of white people. <laughs> so that's why. How long have we been doing this? 42 minutes. 42 minutes. I get, or let's go five more. Okay, you gotta I, go. You gotta go to this meeting. Let's stay as long as you can. I got to be at uh, Midtown in, at fucking 2.30. At 2.30? I, I want to give you at least 50 minutes, though. Well, how about Another this? How minutes? about this? How about this? What? How about we get in your car and do it on the way up there, and then I'll take the subway back down. Can we do that? Yeah. Nah. Okay. I'll be too dis- distracted. All right. I saw it. I'm a little late. We'll do, do like eight more minutes. Okay. It doesn't have to be an hour, right? Yeah. Italians are the worst of the whites. But first of all, <laughs> I'm not even all Italian. You didn't okay. know that either, did you? I wasn't thinking about you, Nick. No, I, well, I had to be included. What do you yeah. think? I'm Swede? Look at me. <laughs> yeah. I'm half Italian. And what? Half French, Irish? Canadian, and English. Oh. On my mother's side. So what? What? how many Italian kids beat you up for you to come to that conclusion? No, none. I see the way they act. You, okay. Where? Let me try to justify this to you and see if I can <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me get this straight. I can get you on my side. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Boston is full of dumb jocks who beat people up. <laughs> These generalizations. I know, but when I do them, I, I get labeled. A, I know there's Harvard there also. I'm, I'm aware of that. I, I'm not I, talking about them. When I do them, I get labeled a bigot. You do them, you're a fucking libertarian. Go yeah, ahead. Because you got a mohawk. You've got to get glasses. And glasses. <laughs> yeah. And a cardigan. Yeah, that's all. So, you, yeah, how do you, you're anesthetizing I want to hear this. your theory on this. They're always the kind of guys who are going to slap on the top of a, of, a, of a counter and go, you want me to come back there? I'll come back there and show you. They revere the most garbage As behavior. As opposed to a black guy? Or a Puerto Rican? I, ever see okay, a black? No, I, ever see a black guy in a Chinese restaurant that doesn't get his fucking shrimp? Okay, can I answer that? Yeah. Worst of the whites. <laughs> black oh, you said we're not included <laughs> in the whites. I forgot the premise. There you go. Okay. It's very clearly delineated. 
Let's Wait a minute. Hold on. And here's my other problem. <laughs> okay. How the fuck do Italians get thrown into whites now? When I was on Tough oh, Crowd. Oh, they're whites. Okay, I agree. Okay. I'm saying, Ari, every time I was defending yeah. the white point of view on Tough Crowd, yeah. Patrice or Keith Robinson, who are black, would go, DePaulo, you're fucking not even white. You're Italian. Yeah, I go, That's you because they're dumb blacks. They can't think right. <laughs> <laughs> I, Ari said that I didn't. No, but the day, believe me, Patrice was as smart as anybody when you get in a racial argument. Yeah, but I go, yes, but I said, Patrice, you them. can't have it both ways, Patrice. You can't say yeah. I'm fucking not white and then fucking throw me into the white category on Columbus Day when, you, when the fucking evil European is uh, celebrated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. But I, I see you. what you're saying. No. Bro, the only other answer I'll accept, yeah. and this is if you classify them differently, <laughs> is Armenians or Persians. But I'm not sure they're whites. <laughs> How about might. Albanians? They're crazier than Ooh. Italians, and they look like Italians. They're not as much around. They're not enough around to really. Hate oh, I them. see. To come to a conclusion, because I sort of see your point. Yeah, that's all I want. Sort of seeing my point. No, no, but I didn't finish. <laughs> okay, it's it, it's it, it, it's Italians from New York that set back Italians nationally. Absolutely, right? But all the national I'm Italians from Boston. Are, are trying to be that Italian from New York. Well, that's because the media, you know, Tony yeah. Manero, the seventies. Yeah. Uh, uh, excuse me, Goodfellas. We Goodfellas, did Fellas. We're not too dumb. Yeah. What was your theory exactly with the with the lowest form of white? The, the worst of the whites, <laughs> not the dumbest, but just worst overall. <laughs> There's got to be somebody. Come on, the Irish, the shant, the Irish. I, definitely in the running for sure. The Irish are in the running. This is this is Ari's Jewishness coming out. He's basically saying Gentiles are fucking we're goyim. Who, Gollum? Okay, let me with ask. Gollum. <laughs> no, not Gollum. Gollum was something else. What is that? Gollum's the a monster? Gollum was like the monster. We 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 you created a monster. Like kill people for us. We made him out of mud, and we put the word... Uh, Are you impressed that I knew that? I'm very impressed, actually. I learned that from The Sopranos, a, a, an Italian show about dumb Jersey guys. <laughs> I did. There was an episode where the Hasidim came, yeah, and, and he wanted to get a get from his wife. Yeah. He was getting a divorce, Divor- divorce, and she wouldn't give it to him. So they came to Tony Soprano. Oh, yeah. You remember that one? Can it you was, do something? Can you put some pressure on her? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the son, the Hasidim son, didn't want to get, get involved with the Italian mafia. What a and, clearly Jewish writer in there, in the, in, yeah. in the writer's room, going, hey, guys, I got an idea for Matt Weiner, probably a wiener, whatever his name is. Br- brilliant, by the way. But uh, <laughs> that was one of the funniest shows. Tony goes, you know, he gets the guy his get, but he, the guy didn't want to pay him what he agreed to. Tony <laughs> goes, grabs him by the throat, slaps his hat off, his fucking acidic. He goes, hey, listen to me, listen to me, fucking ZZ Top. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't want to pay him and Tony calls his friend Hesh who is Jewish and he goes Tony Soprano goes uh, Hesh I'm with my non, non-shell uh, non uh, they can't eat shellfish non-shellfish eating friend and he won't give me the money and Hesh the Jewish guy thinks about it he goes uh, tell you what give him his brisk fucking b- become a moil or some fucking thing and Tony goes brilliant idea he hangs up he goes get the bolt cutters Oh, they're gonna cut the guy's dick, <laughs> and then he paid him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good show. It was off. That, that's funny though. Yeah. So I'm um, Ari, who's Jewish, is telling the, the whites, the Italians, at the lowest form of whites. What do you think? Now let me ask a question. Yep. I'm not gonna say it. Even look, what do you think the best of the whites are? The best of the whites? Mm-hmm. That would be my brother-in-law, Rich White, and that's his real name. Who went to went to Cornell and graduated first from went in business school. Um, the best of the I don't know I don't know what you're uh, racially you got to make it down by nationality or something or, or like you know subsection of whites well how many sections are Polak there? Irish oh you're, you're saying Jew, like East European um, is Jew white I think they put us in white 
If they we're the, do. If we're the whites, then my family well, is the best Well, I go with Jewish. Yeah, yeah. I go with Jewish. Yeah. I've never had a problem with Jewish people in my life. We stick to ourselves. I, I like the girls. <laughs> do you really? I do. I'm just I, I wouldn't. To them. I wouldn't date with a long-term relationship because I heard they were all that, that and I'm married. That might come into play. Um, <laughs> but no, I was attracted to them. I always thought they were cute. Uh, and I never have a problem. They're cordial people. And, and, and they are smarter. They don't want to fight. They don't want to fight. No. Uh, no, exactly. And if something goes into like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and just walk away. <laughs> Again, we're generalizing, but yes, the, the, most of the Jewish people I've known, I've never had a problem with, and they are a lot nicer than <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. You think I'd be doing better in showbiz with comments like this? <laughs> he likes Jews, everybody. Nick DiPaolo enjoys Jews. Well, I had that act. Him. I had that line in my act. Um, I used to say, well, you know, I think the Jews control Hollywood. And my friends would go, well, why do you think that? I go, you ever read the credits after a sitcom? It's like Schindler's List. <laughs> it was one of my best jokes ever. It's my favorite thing, especially in like black movies and then seeing all the witzes and the bergs and yeah, all that. Yeah. In the, in 12 years a slave and you see yeah. not 200 Jewish names after. Yeah. One. That's how it's made. <laughs> we do run it. No, you, can, you don't. I, we don't yeah, run you, it. We've all been successful at it. No, you do. But what's, I don't understand. We're not giving each other jobs. Well, you are. Like, but oh, so what? You're my in. point is, if you do run it, I mean, you, you see what I'm saying? It, it should be a compliment to run a business that complex. Uh, it's used in a negative. Uh, uh, Jewish yeah. people are bright. I really think they're brighter than most people. That's why they get threatened by them. John Roy did a joke about that. They're like, oh, Jews love money. That's what everybody hates about them. Jews love money. You're like, who doesn't love money? Who doesn't money? love money is right. <laughs> yeah. You guys love it a little more than us. But I, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking joking. But, I, but yeah, you know, I used to do jokes like that. And it pissed off my acting teacher, Aaron Spicer. Really? He goes, you're not going to, he goes, you're a great comic, but until you stop doing that horse shit. I go, fuck you. That's a joke. You could have never thought of it. And you know what? The they joke ended up on, you know what? The joke ended up on, uh, Matt, uh, what's that? Sh- what was the show with gay people in the 90s? Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? No. No, it was a sitcom. Deborah Messing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine Damn. you and I can't think of the name of it? Something and something. Yeah, something and. <laughs> what the fuck is it? Anyways, <laughs> th- my joke ended up in that. Really? Yeah. What and, and I still think it was Laura Keitlinger because she was writing for the show. Who took it from you? But Laura's not a thief. I'm not yeah. saying that. She might have heard me say it at a table in L.A. or at the comedy store. It ended up in the script because they and, – and I had done the joke three years pre- previous, so – um, what was that show? And I was proud of it. Will and Grace. Will and Grace. There it is. Will and Grace. You know, they, they did a joke. You know, it was, it was rewritten, but it was, was my it? joke. Well, he's looking at some. He's looking at some uh, Broadway script and says something about the. You know, the credits read like Schindler's List. Oh, really? That, yeah. So somebody, somebody. Most? No, I say Laura. It could have been any writer from Will and Grace. It yeah. could have been the comedy store. You know, you know, steals the most. Family Guy. They do left and right from comics. Yeah. I believe from it. Store comics, and then I've heard people from here go like make the same uh, assumptions on their own. I think they come in and they just go, "Let's do this," and it's just like it's just too dead on over and over again. All right, you gotta go. I got, yeah, because I gotta walk to my car and fucking get up there. Uh, right, but buddy. we did fifty uh, something minutes, right? Yeah. Uh, Ari, let me. Can I plug my shit? Absolutely, man. Uh, the That's podcast, Nick DePaula podcast at riotcast.com or nickdip.com, which is also where you can get my album, another. Senseless killing, and uh, use the coupon code Nick for the word radio. Oh. And you get three bucks off. Another senseless killing. Yes, you're talking about you're killing on stage. That's yes. the double play. Yes. Why did I just get that? Uh, God, I'm a fucking it's, idiot. Because it's a clever title, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. Now when people ask me about it, I said, no, I'm talking about the lion that the guy killed. That was a senseless killing. There you go, buddy. Do I get paid, really? Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Do you get paid doing it? I'm the only guy doing an unmonetized podcast. I make some advertising money here there. People use my Amazon link. You're going to teach me how to do that. Okay. Ari, I'm a big fan, brother. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for having me on. Sorry, I was texting and saying all uh, people in Boston are jocks. <laughs> I can't even believe that was you. <laughs> I knew you didn't know it was me, too, and I was like, I'll just never tell him. Right. So I enjoyed him like me. I'll see you at the stand. So be it. no more. To secure pieces. To prepare for war. So be it. Settle the score. Touch me again for the words that you will hear evermore. That is the episode. By the time you guys are hearing this, I'll be in. No, maybe I'll be on the way to Scotland. Six hours. I'll be like right up. Well, maybe I'll be landing there. Honestly, it doesn't really matter exactly where I am when this comes out. I'll be in Scotland for the month. I'm excited. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe I'll get into something. Maybe I'll fall in love with a redhead. Or is that Ireland? Is that Ireland? What are the Scottish... What are the Scottish, like, uh, stereotypes? Ah, ah. Is that Scotland? Um, yeah, so that's it. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I'll be doing next week's episode from Scotland. Um, I might do a State of the Union address. Have Dave Smith back on to maybe once a year or something to get the libertarian view on the union and what's going on with America right now. Well, we'll see. But regardless, I'll be doing the intro from Edinburgh, Scotland or somewhere out there. Come to my shows. Make sure to tell everybody about my shows. This is not happening. It's Thursday through Sunday. At 11 p.m. at the Pleasant Dome, the Ace, the Ace Theater, or the Ace Dome at the Pleasant Dome. Um, I think it's almost all booked. Canaan is doing the first week. I don't think we're going to say who the people are doing what shows. But there's different people doing different shows. Michael Che is on it at some point. You, you know, you don't know who you're going to get. A lot of European comics that I had uh, um, to just ask about and, you know, get get best case scenario of like I think this guy's good I don't really know about him I'll just take like um, referrals and I think we got some great people so come out 11 o'clock in Edinburgh Thursday through Sunday every show is different unless you come two weeks in a row and then I might be the same but all the lineups are completely different for every single show so no repeat so if you come once and it can be the same comic again and if you come uh, in two different weeks, just don't come the same day. So if you come on Thursday one week, come fr- Friday the next week. Or come Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday one week, get four different shows. Bam, bam, boom, bomb. <sighs> what am I going to miss about America? The marijuana. Which, by the way, it might be time for me to s- sober up a little anyway. Have you ever smoked pot all day? Just, I mean, just all day day and then it's like so unbelievably tiring on your brain like i can't concentrate i literally can't think oh i gotta shut my grill thing off
propane lever. Uh, yeah, you just can't concentrate at all. Anyway, that's what I did yesterday. I mean, starting at like two and going all the way to to, to like three a.m. Saw that Rousey fight again. I don't give a shit about female fighting until she loses one round. I don't believe that the other women are really trained in fighting until somebody at least tests her for one round. Even Anderson Silva lost a round to Dan Henderson. He didn't panic because he's better than him. She hasn't even been pressed. Like this Betchkohea lady. It was like, oh, she's so tough. Like, yeah, but she's never been punched in the face once. And then when she was, it was like, wait, what's this? It's like, well, how do you not know that yet? So until Ronda Rousey gets tested, I'm just, I just don't give a shit about the women's fighting. It's just like, it's just one person. It's one person who knows how to fight. That's why it's boring to me. You know, I guess she's great, but like, how will we know? Were there any huge champions she took down? Did she have a Rich Franklin? That, that, that had defended her championship and then she, and then Ronda Rousey comes in and says no it's it's like the organization is made around you you know it feels almost like something to do in South Korea or or Vladimir Putin scored seven goals in a, in a Russian exhibition league game Vladimir Putin the president of Russia the ambassador whatever he is king of Russia whatever he is uh, seven goals in one exhibition game final score was like 11 to something seven goals and like three assists and it's like oh yeah everybody's laying down it's not quite like that but it's like i mean they're not laying down the other girls aren't laying down but they're just not trained it's like it's like if she if she became a comedian and she joined the comedians fighting league and it's like yeah she'd beat us all but that doesn't mean she's good we're not I love when I shit on women's MMA and then people go like, oh, you don't think she could take you? And I'm like, I'm not a fighter. That has nothing to do with it. You know? You can say, like, CC Sabathia is not as good as he was. And like, he's still better than you. And it's like, yeah, and I don't pitch for the Yankees. So I don't have to live up to those standards. Anyway, whatever. By the way, Yankees... I know DePaulo is a fan. Six games up. I don't think it's real. I think they'll blow it. They don't have a team this year, but fucking A-Rod's playing great. A couple of pitchers are playing great. The relievers are playing great. Oh, all right, you guys. It's time to go to Australia. And by that, I mean Scotland. I got to do some podcasts in Scotland or I'll be fucked. I think I have one saved up for next week and then maybe one more and then one for the week of September 11th. Yeah, I'll get some people on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Ari Shafir's Captain Tech, episode 230. Who, Danish and O'Neill got to be coming up, right? Or maybe I'll get them in October when I film... The next round of This Is Not Happening. You guys, if you want to make a pilgrimage, I almost forgot. And by the way, use my Amazon link. AriTheGreat.com. Click on Amazon and then go to Amazon. Go to AriTheGreat.com. Click on Amazon. 
takes you to Amazon. Do all your Amazon shopping there, and it supports the podcast, and it supports giving Nick DiPaolo $100. Um, wait, what was I just going to say? What was I looking up? Oh, I got an announcement next week, too, about my touring. But that that's not for a while. Oh, I know. I'm looking up when the This Is Not Happening shows are. If you want to go to L.A. to watch, where are we in now? August 2nd, August 3rd when this comes out. One week, two week, three week, four week, five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks. In nine weeks. Hanavi Schneider's birthday. And right after Avi Lerner's birthday. We have more This Is Not Happening shows. We're recording. They're still happening. This Tuesday is, is uh, or a week from Tuesday? A week from Tuesday. Uh, they're still doing it in the belly room. The one in the creek in the cave was great. Sal Volcano is hilarious. Mark Norman is always funny. Bonnie McFarlane. Everybody was great. Rich Voss, Sean Patton, who will be doing the TV show this year. Um, you guys know Sean Patton from doing that story about his friend coming out and the fake gay bashing. Then a real coming out in uh, New Orleans. If you don't know that story, look it up on YouTube. Sean Patton, this is not happening. Anyway, I believe this is what we're doing. October 5th, October 6th, and October 12th. Maybe fifth, Maybe we're doing more, too, in that week. But anyway, 5th, 6th, 12th, maybe 11th and 12th. That's when we're doing all the shows. So come to L.A., make the trip. Why not? Stop in, see a show at the Comedy Store, and then see my taping if this is not happening. Uh, we'll work out a way to, uh, to get tickets for the fan fans uh, when it gets closer. But, um, but yeah, all right. I'm excited. We got some good names already, you guys. We got some good names, and we're close on some, some more. I wonder if I'm allowed to say the names. Am I allowed to say the names? Well, Joey Diaz is one. I wonder if I'm allowed to say the other ones. Hmm. Uh, all right. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you in Scotland. Ari Shaver, Skeptic Tank, episode 230. What did I call this one? Un, un, let's see if I remember it. Because he's not conservative. Unconservative, incorrect. Unconservative, incorrect. Incorrect. We talked about political correctness. All right. We try, I tried to stay on the subject, but he wasn't conservative. It was going to be all about being conservative, and he wasn't conservative. So, all right. We talked about some political correctness and, uh, and how he's not a conservative. All right, I get it. It's not the most focused of episodes. But they can still be good even if they're not completely focused. <laughs> Who am I talking to? Me or you? You guys, that's it. I'll see you when I'm back in America in September. We're probably going to do a This Not Happening show in September once. I don't know where, I don't know when. I will tweet about it or announce it here. All right. Bye, everybody. And uh, if you want to hear me live, you can listen to Punch Drunk Sports every Tuesday at noon to 2 Pacific time, 3 to 5 Eastern time. I'll be Skyping in with Jason and Tebow and Sam Tripoli talking about sports and so forth and so on. This week we'll be talking about how women's MMA is still not worth my time. Okay, bye. I went back to Ohio 
countryside It had been paid by the middle By a government that had no pride The farms of Ohio Had been replaced by shopping malls And music filled the air From Seneca to Cahoga Falls City area Oh, where to go, Ohio? 